What's up, guys? This is Carly Janae, and I thank you for tuning in to the Naked and Exposed, the podcast. Welcome back to episode three. Let's jump right in to the poem of this episode, which is called Hiding. It's the days in between where it has become hard to separate my dreams from reality. So instead, I lay awake wanting to remain numb to the parts of me I've been hiding, disguising. That's the problem. For the first time, I can feel the parts of me I've been hiding. I'd be lying if I said any of this was easy, but who am I? Asking to be used by God, then running away and hiding, so bear with me. As I learn how to sacrifice my wounds for public display so you don't feel alone because one, cannot heal what they cannot see, or two, they simply keep hiding, disguising. All right, so this poem, just this poem, just where I am, just what I was thinking, all of that is a representation of realizing that there is a call on my life and I gave God the answer of yes. And when you say yes, you may not be qualified, but he qualifies those who answer the call. And I always struggled with this reality in the sense of what is my testimony? What is my calling? What is God calling me to do for his kingdom? What am I to be what am I to do for the people group? Who are my people group? And this process for me is realizing that I'm called to communicating through being transparent, through being vulnerable, through being a vessel willing to stand naked and exposed, which is Hebrews 4.13. We all stand, we'll stand naked and exposed before the Lord to whom we must give an account. It's realizing that this journey of transparency and vulnerability is my calling. I am called to sacrifice my wounds for public display so you don't feel alone. And I would be lying if I said it was easy because it's not. It's it's not easy to know that sometimes the junk you see on other people is actually a reflection of your own heart. It's not easy knowing that the words that some, is coming out of somebody's mouth is not a direct reflection of you always or at times or at moments, but sometimes it's a reflection of where they are in their pain, in their dysfunction, in their discomfort. And you have to learn to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. You have to be quick to Think about what you say before you say it, because you don't know if what you're about to say is coming from an uh, untapped root of pain yourself or an untapped root that you bury deep and down inside or that the Lord is exposing because he's got the surface level stuff done. And even if you haven't approached the surface level stuff, it's realizing that sometimes your responses and the things that you say is not who you are and is not who God has called you to be, but you don't know until you're tested by it. Like for example, when the Lord showed me in a dream that I was coming back to my original location, I didn't understand it, but I will never forget hearing from 
Dr. Matthew Stevenson, that the only way to know you're free from something is to go back into the environment that you perceive to have caused you the most pain. And no matter if you grow up in a two-parent home, a single-parent home, with money, without money, we all have our own story. We all have our own struggle and pain is real. The requirements at all times is a broken and contrite heart. We are all broken. We are all born into sin and iniquity. We are all called to advance the kingdom. Rather we realize it or accept it or understand it or have the language for it, that is why we are here. And there's something that has been planted deep inside of us that has to mature, that has to be cultivated, that has to grow, that has to go through this continual crushing, being pressed and shaken on all sides. There is this process of becoming that we all have to go through, but it's sad because not everybody's going to realize it's a process. Not everybody's going to realize that it's it's called the fruit of self-control. It's called the fruit of patience. It's called the fruit of gentleness. It's called the fruit of peace, the fruit of love, the fruit of joy. It's, it's, it's recognizing that when somebody says something, you don't always have to respond. You don't always have to get upset because I'm learning that anger and rage, there's a root to it. Is it rejection? Is it abandonment? Is it insecurity? I know for me, my anger stemmed from not feeling like I had a voice, not feeling like I was heard. And in return, I swallowed my voice and allowed it to be locked up inside of me. So when I used my voice, it was for the kingdom of destruction. Or excuse me, it was in the playground of destruction, not for the kingdom of the Lord. So I always voiced my opinion thinking that what I had to say outside of the parameters of the environment that always suffocated it, that I was going to force people to listen to me, but I was wrong. And then when I was in certain environments, I would swallow that same voice. I would be victim. I would cry myself to sleep. I would call myself dumb. I would call myself stupid. I would call myself not good enough because that's how I felt. And in return, my body started to reject me. In return, I was bleeding out on people who I didn't feel were accepting me because I didn't feel understood, because I didn't know who I was, because I was presenting this faulty image of who I thought I was. And it came out in my attitude. It came out in my demeanor. It came out in my tone. And it was that moment, that pivotal moment of realizing that who I was is not who I had been called to be. And I challenge you, To ask yourself the tough questions, is what I say, what I do, how I think, truly who I am, or are these symptoms of my environment, symptoms of my upbringing? The word says, my people perish from the lack of knowledge. And we live in a culture of passivity. We live in a culture of overnight success when I will never forget my current pastor, Dr. Faith, said, And overnight success is really seven to 15 years in the making. And for some reason, we feel like everything's supposed to be handed to us. And then we complain about it not being handed to us. Or we don't ever take the time 
to really come to know truth for ourselves. So we ride off the coattails of what this world is trying to spoon feed us, not realizing that they don't, this world doesn't care. <laughs> and I say this laughing, but I'm I'm also excited about the future because I know greater is he that's in us than he that is in this world. I know that we already have the victory. I know that when Jesus died on the cross, he said it is finished. And the things that are happening in this world has already been accounted for. The enemy already knows his outcome. But because God is outside of time, we have been locked into this this mental constraint of time, not realizing that our God is outside of time and he comes back into time, not to get us out of things, not to remove things that we are struggling with, but to come and plant himself right in the middle of of it, to walk with us through the valley of the shadow of death, to walk with us. He says to acknowledge me in all of your ways and I will set your path straight. It's knowing that sure, every decision that we've made, because his word also says, I set before you this day, life and death, blessings and curses for us to choose. That sometimes the things that we choose may not have been a part of his original plan, but he had a redemptive plan. Original, Adam and Eve, redemptive, Jesus Christ. Sometimes the decisions that we make may not align with what God is calling us to do. But like Romans 8.28 says, I work all things together for the good of those that love me and are called according to my purpose. And when you forgive, when you repent, when you acknowledge him in all of your ways, if you steer off course, he'll get you back. Realizing that the days in between where it has become hard to separate my dreams from reality is because what I thought I was supposed to do, so I personally have never had a problem with vision and seeing where I wanted to go and seeing what I could do and doing everything I could to get there, but I did it from a place of striving. I did it from a place of perfectionism. I did it from a place of a faulty perspective. And in that faulty perspective birthed a vision that was not a part of my story, but I was making it. I was writing the chapters that God never intended for me to to write or to be a part of because he already wrote it. All I had to do was co-labor with him and walk alongside of him and partner with him and be processed and be pruned and allow him to give me fresh perspective, fresh revelation, fresh vision. And here we are a month before 2019. And my season of healing is coming to an end, but this is just the beginning, not just for me, but for you, for you to recognize your need for the Savior, for you to recognize your need of healing, to recognize, or at least ask for him to reveal to you the things that you can't see. Ask him to give you the eyes and ears to understand, to see, to be, to start walking in your future. And for me, no, this isn't easy to stand before people and to expose who I am and the disgustingness in my heart and the disgusting things that I think. But Adam and Eve were naked and unashamed before the fall. And I get it. The spirit of perversion was not in 
play. The spirit of lust was not in play. The spirit of fear was not in play before the fall. But that's how God wants us to be because his word, as I stated in episode two, he doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He doesn't give us these things that we have clung onto. Rejection is just the perverted lens of protection. He hasn't given us these things. Our God is a good, good father, and we have to learn to see him as father. Allow him to be who he has called us to be. Allow him to be who he is. And that takes true and honest reflection, introspection, conversations, writing, journaling, studying the word to test yourself approved. It takes that in order to start to really walk out the fullness in which he is calling you to do. And I am no longer hiding, and I challenge you to do the same. It's time to stop hiding.